and we are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching ReZero. It's season one, episode 24, the self-proclaimed night and the greatest night. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. All right. So I guess we know who is who, right? <laughs> yeah, self-proclaimed. That's kind of a throwback. <laughs> to Subaru. And of course, the greatest knight would be Julius. I don't know if he's the greatest knight, but it's definitely a team up here going on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Wilhelm's Wilhelm would be up there for me. Yeah. One of the greatest nights. <laughs> I know. I want to talk about Wilhelm too because there's something that comes up in this episode that's a little different with him. Anyway, oh, before okay. we get into it, uh, I always have to remind you guys subscribe if you haven't already. I know we're getting to the end of this season, but there are always more shows that we're always doing. So check us out over there on fictionalcharacters.net. If you have any questions or comments for us, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you go to reach us. And please give us a review over there on Apple or Audible. If you could, uh, we really appreciate it. All right. Where did it start? Oh, he died last time. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, I, I had forgotten about that because it felt like they really were doing everything right. They were they were uh, ambushing the cultists and it, everything was going well, but uh, until it wasn't. <laughs> until it wasn't. Well, he got, um, what, taken over by Piddlejuice, the uh, Sin Archbishop. He became him. Yeah, that and was they a had big to twist. put him down. To put him down. <laughs> That's uh, it's true. It's pretty bad because they didn't want to do it. It was, it was one of those things where it was tough for them to do. And like, wasn't it? Julius was objecting to it, and, and then Felix went for it, or yes. basically started it, and so Julius basically ended his suffering. Yep. And so we come back here, and yes, thankfully he his uh, save point was updated. Yeah, and I, I like that he mentions it because I always wonder where's the save point how does it work i still have some questions which I, I don't think will ever be answered i don't know if he'll be able to run off and live an entire life and then is he gonna rest here in 90 years you know if he lived 50 more years somewhere else doing things he's not supposed to anyway i'm glad he mentioned it because yeah how would that work would it be like a, a narnia type thing where all of a sudden he goes back home and he's after he's lived his whole life in this world he goes back home and he's still like a kid in that convenience store yeah it'd be so weird and i think we need at this point, I, I know we talked about it before. We're going to need more information. Although there is a, a juicy tidbit on some story stuff that we get here. Well, yeah. So there's a little bit. Yeah, we'll get into it here. But um, he wakes up. It's right after the white whale battle. It's everyone's kind of waiting on him to talk through the situation with the cultists. And I guess he spaced out, but that's how it looked like to them. Because Felix goes and nibbles on his ear. That's a weird I know it's a, I, it's a weird thing. I thought it was a little weird. Subaru might secretly like it. I'm sure <laughs> a little bit of positive into, attention, you know? Yeah, but I don't know that he's in, he's in probably into cat girls. I don't know. That's fair. But uh, <laughs> again, affection is affection. That's he, true. He, you get probably, it where you can. He's probably starving for it. <laughs> oh, man. In like no, a, he has Rem basically throwing oh, herself. That's true. Oh, my God. He keeps ignoring poor Rem. Yeah. And I, I completely <laughs> forgot that she hasn't been around. Probably because she's too OP and she would destroy the story because she she would just win. She she would just win by a sheer love for Subaru alone. Yeah, it would just crush. Oh, that's good, anyway. I'm gonna add that that to later. Uh, this <laughs> reminded me of something. Uh, so uh, he's got new info though on the witch's cult. It's that uh, there are some kind of mind controlling powers that the Sin Archbishop has, and he's able to put himself into these other users. I guess they're what? 
they call them fingers, right? Right. And vessels, fingers. That yeah. And thing. we saw that the last time. He was just popping up in all these other people. Yep. So now he explains it to them and gives them the detail, the army, the details so they can deal with it. And as he's explaining it, the first thing that pops into my head, which, of course, he he talks about is, OK, well, if they needed to kill all the vessels so that mm. way he doesn't have anywhere to bounce to. But but he's clearly a vessel. He was possessed by petal juice. Yeah. And he says it. He's like, oh, by the way, one more thing. Uh, there's a there's a, <laughs> a possibility I can get possessed, too. And they're like, what? Yeah. So the whole plan is like, okay, we kill all the vessels, then we kill them. And it's like, well, that's it can't happen because Subaru was there and a vessel. So I don't really know what their plan was going in. Well, it was to eliminate the fingers and then just hope for the best, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess from that save point in that position, that's probably all they can try. Which is weird because in my head, you'd want to keep Subaru as far away from the Bishop guy as possible. Yes. And I think if this show was that's a good point. If the show wasn't wrapping up this season and they had more time and you really could explore all the options, I feel like that would definitely be viable. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they'll go in and be like, okay, well, let's just set everything up, have the army deal with it and then him not be there. Like, does it have infinite range? Right. They can sort that thing out. Well, yeah, but because I don't think in this playthrough he hasn't met Petaljuice. So he wouldn't know that he can possess him. He wouldn't smell that or, or you know, the stench or see the unseen hands or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, so you're saying kind of Petal Juice would have to know and target him. It wouldn't just... I see, I see. So if he runs away, there'd be no way to know he was there. To right. That. Okay. But of course, being impulsive as Subaru is, he goes right in. Right. <laughs> Again, good for the story. <laughs> good for the story. They say it, keeps, it a lot. Yeah. Keeps it what going. Yeah, well, what do they say about uh, it's always good um, to lead the action, have the have the character, the main character lead the action and not just have like this series of events just happening to them. Yeah, that sounds sounds actually really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, we cut to Amelia and she went to the village. I guess she's thinking about how um, just Puck is telling her not to be worried uh, but she's thinking about how everyone still thinks, at least in, as, as far as the villagers go and everything, that she is connected to the witch's cult just because she looks like the witch or whatever, right? Yes. And so she's trying to figure out what she could do to change their minds. And, you know, Puck just is like, well, just do what you want, but you can't abandon the village, so you have to figure something else out. Anyway, that's interrupted because Rom comes in bringing Wilhelm this time. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very different situation. I think they're because what last time there was the letter that he sent. <laughs> and yeah. I guess the letter did come to them. But remember how Rom was out there ready to attack because the letter had been some kind of uh, it, it was a blank letter and it was considered. Yeah, uh, some kind of insult. Yes. Or like, uh, 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 I don't know, like some kind of war <laughs> tactic. Like it, it reminds me of the uh, the stories, you know, like the saying, kill the messenger. So they used to during war times. I don't know if like during Mongolian invasions and, and that sort of period. And they would send messengers. And usually that, that was like a safe thing, I guess. You just you send the messenger and messenger comes back because you want to communicate with the other armies. And uh, it was a declaration of war to kill the messenger sort of thing. I, I oh, think right. I think that's a thing. So that maybe, sounds right. maybe this is a more humane way to do it, the, the blank letter. But uh, yeah, it's it's it reminds me of when Subaru was talking to Krush and fixing all the Krush, all uh, fixing all the things that mm-hmm. went wrong. So now it's like, OK, well, we got to handle the letter because that was that kind of set uh, Rom off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So I, I like how he did it because, <laughs> well, I guess we'll get to that later on when Felix is talking about all the things that he's been doing behind the scenes to make this happen this time. Mm-hmm. Just like really, it is one of those, I, I feel like at some point they're talking, he really did blast his way through this playthrough just to get to the right points. You know, he just hit all the main things just to get engaged with the, with the, all the cultists in time. Yeah. So he, First off, he has to get to Amelia in the village. So they're there at the mansion. Wilhelm was there and basically explaining like there's been this deal with Miss Cruchet and uh, they're there to to evacuate the mansion. Basically, they've already evacuated the, the village. Half of the people have gone to the capital. Half Rom is going to take to this place called Sanctuary. Yeah, I, I had assumed Sanctuary was just really close to Roswell. I don't know if that's going to become a thing later. Is Sanctuary a different place? Are, are, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, It's season two stuff. Oh, okay. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't say any more. Yeah, I don't I don't think there was a lot of context to it. So again, No, they're not. There just is like, not. Oh, well, there's got to be a safe place near Roswell's territory, but uh, yeah, it might be it's wrong. Definitely, it's definitely a safe, magical place of some sort. Cool. Yeah. But one thing I want to say this Wilhelm calls himself Wilhelm Trius, not Vanistrea. Yeah, I thought he would have said Astrea. I wonder why he's hiding that. Is he trying not to be associated with the knights right now? Like, or is he moving or, on because of what happened and he kind of redeemed his wife? I don't get it. I think that's what it was. Like, he's been fighting this whole time under her name because that was her name. He married into their that family. So everything he's been doing was for her. Now that he's completed that, now he can just be himself. I think that's what that's saying. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that. I, I agree with you. I think that that is what he's doing, and I think it's good for his character. It's my take anyway. I don't know that for oh, sure. No. I, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a great take. I think him fighting for himself is a big thing. Like you said, finally letting go of that burden of, of what he has accomplished and setting out to do, and now he has to reorient himself because his mm-hmm. life was dedicated to this. It's but correct. dropping the name, I thought, was like, well, he doesn't have to do that to live the way he's living, mm. especially if like it was his life, it was his his wife, the love of his life, and that was a, that's a big deal to him, which is very cute considering how badass he is. Uh, so I thought he would keep the name, but like show that in a different... I wish they had shown that in a different way. They could have kept the name, but... Yeah, I wonder if maybe he did go by Treus or whatever his his name is before. And then only recently when he's really been hunting down the white whale and stuff, did he take on the wife's name? Hmm. Like, we don't know that. Anyway, we do find out, though, that Beatrice is going to stay in the mansion. Puck even calls her his cute little sister. So is that it's like this weird family thing going on there, right? Yeah, maybe because uh, special magic users, because um, Beatrice doesn't seem like just a regular magic user. So there's no, she's not human. Exactly. So maybe that's why they have this affinity. Yeah. And I don't think that's actually like actual sister. I think it's just in the same way that he calls Leah or Amelia his uh, daughter. Yeah, that's I think that's good. Yeah, that sounds right. But uh, I guess she's stuck to the the mansion by contract is what they say. So yeah, another anyway. another demon contract, although I don't think it's demon this time. I think it's some other magical entity or it's Roswell or something. Maybe I do like that Roswell's mentioned now that you bring him up. Uh, mm-hmm, I really like doing stuff. Exactly. They always just make sure to mention that he's doing stuff. And I think it's really good in um, 
a way that the way that it's written is good because mm-hmm. it leaves a lot of room to go back and when they want to like okay let's switch tracks and go to the roswald has been planning to kill the dragon for i don't know eons right. years days whatever it is uh they have a lot of places like this to point to and say oh do you remember this time when he just happened to not be around he was doing this political intrigue or shady business yeah uh, do you remember this time when he was doing this thing so they have a lot that they can go back and point to so i'm hoping that that gets touched on and they use that as a way to build up what he was doing because it also makes it a little bit nicer than just oh he's awesome or he was doing this thing right now this well it's way. also taking him out of the storyline because obviously he'd be <laughs> could you imagine if he was going after the white whale or something how much easier it would have been yeah for sure they that's definitely i think protecting themselves against uh <laughs> having to deal with that right kind of like romeo slaying mercutio because he would get stuff done so we got to get rid of him yeah Okay, so anyway, uh, where were... Oh, but then Subaru's there too, in that little robe thing. And we, I guess we find out that this robe has a special cloaking power. Yeah, until that came up, I was kind of like, what, what? Is he not going to get noticed? He has the huge witch's scent, which she may or may not notice. She probably would see a little bit of his face or hear his right. voice. I, I was a little like, what is he doing there? Why does he have to be there? So the cloak later retcons all that and saves it. Yeah, but then it also makes sense why she was wearing it before when they went to the village. Yeah, that she was part actually I do like, like yeah. hiding. So it was it's what she uses when she doesn't want to engage with people as she's out and about. Right. So she doesn't get stoned by the public hating her, which <laughs> is is really actually a, a good idea. So um, they make it out to the village and they're trying to convince Amelia to go in one of the carriages with the kids like escape, evacuate, and have all the kids there. She doesn't think that the kids want to ride with her. Why yeah. is is that just because of that whole, she doesn't think anyone likes her? Yeah, I think so. The, the general racism and everything. And I, and I like this part. I think it's a cute way to show, right? try to change her character. Because it, it's they harp on it so much and so much. And until they resolve it or do something about it, it's always just going to be like, oh, we hate half elves. And we've seen yeah, the show yeah. for an entire season now. So it's going to get old for the viewer. So right. I'm glad that they can kind of start to shift it. And this is a key way to do it, right? To show that the next generation might not have, there's, there's hope if they don't have the same biases as their parents because they see, hey, there's nothing wrong, at least with her. They don't have to accept all half elves, but, right. you know. It, it and just... it's because she was the girl who's friends with Subaru and they love Subaru. Yeah, very cute. Yeah. Um... I still don't think Subaru should be like physically there, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> He's kind of like the mastermind behind the scenes, <laughs> behind the curtain or whatever. But we cut to this cult guy, and I think it's the one that we saw before that Felix was tracking down in one of the carriages. But he's kind of looking over the village uh, and calling out that they're they're about to start attacking as this evacuation is going on, right? Mm-hmm. But they surprise him. Subaru is there. And then Wilhelm is there. And Wilhelm just cuts him down. Yeah. Badass as always. He does yeah. The, it's he so says, good. He says like too slow. And it reminds me of the, the Kentaro meme of like, you're already dead. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but we see an actual Metia. Yeah. And they're like uh, what they're communicating through this. It's almost like a looking glass thing. As much as they mention Metia being a big deal <laughs> you're right this is like the first time we saw one and it's yeah. just like a little pocket mirror <laughs> yeah. well but i mean they're looking but they can communicate to other people it's yes. like facetime <laughs> right and it's super useful and then by the second i was like wait if they're communicating with that is it just one do they each have one are these like cell phones they hand out like part i think of the... they have to each have one yeah like the cultists sign up and they all get a cell phone <laughs> correct 
Well, at least the fingers do. That's uh, true. You got You got to be management. Yeah. So, but I think that's how they end up tracking them down because they they cut this guy down, and this guy actually happens to have like a map. <laughs> Very convenient. But also, I think Subaru is there, so he would have known where things were about to happen, where everyone was. Yeah, I don't, I don't question that they'd be able to find them. They've kind of gone through it before, and the mm-hmm. people they're with are good mercenaries and the, the crazy little fox uh, people. The little cats, the, the cat, cats, yeah. and, and Ricardo, that yeah, wolf they're, guy. They're, they're good at what they do, and they have prior knowledge. So Subaru That's mentions true. that later, I think. I don't know if well, it's... Well, I, I think it's right here where... Uh, he mentions that it's it's kind of weird now that their enemy is one step ahead. Yeah, and I, I do like that because it's like it's a big payoff for Subaru for all the stuff he's been through to get here. Like you said a little bit earlier, so many times. Yeah, yeah. So this is like the final payoff of using all the info that he has and just setting it up correctly. So yeah, I was thinking about this. Uh, you know how he can't ever tell people that he can use return by death. Right. Because otherwise that would, I don't know, hurt him, hurt somebody else. We've seen it so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Couldn't he just say that he's, I mean, there's magic in this place. Couldn't he just say that he's having visions and he can see the future? That's, I I haven't started to, to think about that this. I thought. But, oh, no, no. That is, I think that that's a really good point of like stretching. Like, what are the mechanics of this? Can he lie? As long as he doesn't say return by death? Or is it just the idea that he can't betray his knowledge? Yeah, I would lean towards betray the knowledge because if it's just that phrase, there'd be too many ways around it. Okay. But I agree. I think I think it's worth questioning because like, okay, what if he starts writing down certain things or like right. you said, the, the, the most clever way would be like visions or he's seen or heard things, right? He just straight up lies he about where he, Exactly. And I, and I think you're right. There's enough magic in the world or he could pr- still pretend to, he's got a media. I don't know. Yeah. The, the ramen speaks to him. Right. <laughs> he still has it. <laughs> the ramen. Right. Put, put, uh, put his starting gear to use. But I, I think you're right because if he just lies about it, yeah, I don't is there, know. Is there I, any anything to backfire as long as he doesn't talk about well, the dying part? I don't I don't know. That's that's a great question. I don't know if you guys have. I don't know. Maybe it covers it later on in the anime or or manga um it's probably light novels it's probably best they don't touch on that point since it seems like that would break a lot of the well but also we know that the the witch or whatever the power is very vindictive as we've seen it kill amelia just for even attempting to do something Ooh. so on that. that point on that note uh maybe it's not a trigger specifically set it's just literally the witch watching him so she would know if he's Doing if he's planning to do something shady. right so then it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to rely on a specific phrase it doesn't have to rely on oh does he actually intend to do this or what if he accidentally lets it slip but doesn't know he does but yeah if the witch is watching she she would handle it's it. just but, intention right or just literally like voyeur just <laughs> sitting in there ready to grab his heart <laughs> and give him a heart attack in some way yeah probably <laughs> But yeah, so we've seen now it, it goes, uh, Felix is talking about all the ways that he's corrected things that happened before that kind of sidelined situations. Mm-hmm. So what do you do for the whole blank letter thing? He, cause he knows that Rom can see things through bug's eyes. So yeah. he started riding through the forest with a sign, hoping Rom would see that. Right. I thought that was already taken care of with Wilhelm. I think that happened before. Oh, this was before that. Okay. So that's why, that's how Rom didn't attack them. Got it. That makes sense now. 
No, yeah, I think that's how they ended up, like, because we see Rom with Wilhelm right there at that moment. So there had to be something leading up to that happening. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of that. We also see that he had to convince all the villagers. And I think it's pretty funny that, you know, it takes them a little bit, but they finally say that he's never let them down before. Well, yeah. Like, how many times does he have to try to save them? He's not trying to hurt them or or do something crazy. He's literally trying to save their lives. It's true. So everything seems to be going pretty well. Evacuation is happening. Amelia is going in the carriage. Ricardo comes up and they followed the map and basically killed all the fingers. It's, it's just done. So and what's even funnier is they bring Otto, that one carriage driver along. I'm glad that they bring him back because it's it's little characters like that that really flesh out how big the, the world is. If they because they might touch him on season two, he might just randomly be like every time. It's almost like the cabbage guy in uh, Avatar. OK, they just keep coming. They just keep bringing him. Yeah, back. it's like a recurring character, except in yeah. this case, it's not just like a funny thing. It's like, oh, well, they occasionally there's just they might he's, need him. He's doing his business and he's a really good getaway driver or something. <laughs> so they, they have they have it there to use. Yeah. So I like that he's there. But so from there, they cut to the pyramid that we've seen before. And Subaru walks up and starts talking to Petaljuice there. It's it's a weird kind of he's being really sassy, actually. He's asking this uh, Sin Archbishop to take his body. Like just he's offering himself to this guy. And it's kind of weird. And and at first, like, you know, the, the Petaljuice just starts what knocking his head against things. Yeah, he thinking, does his, like it's his regular crazy stuff. I, I yeah. always like his reactions and it's just over the top way of being. So yeah, just bloodying himself, <laughs> biting his fingers to nothing. And but uh, he starts talking about finishing the ordeal. And we find out that what their deal is, is they're trying to get Amelia to find out if she's a worthy vessel for the witch to be reborn into. Yeah. So this is a big, I think one of the That's biggest a big reveal. plot points between this this episode and the next is this one thing. Is we finally know why Amelia is so central to the story, mm -hmm. aside from being one of the people who's up to maybe inherit the kingdom, which uh, mm -hmm. Crochet seems like a better choice. <laughs> so aside sure. from that. Maybe. It seems like, yeah, maybe for now. But uh, it really seems like this is the key thing. Like, okay, now this is why she's important. Not just because Subaru is infatuated with her or in love with her. But uh, so does that mean that Subaru, like the witch brought Subaru into this world to make sure that she could get her hands on Amelia if need be I, by him always being there? Yeah. And I think this is, I think, touched on a little bit in the next episode. But okay, I, we'll, I agree. We'll, I think we'll it's, table it till then then. We could, but well, I think this is an appropriate part. Now that we know what uh, Amelia's role is in regards to the cultist plans, it gives us a little bit of, of a chance to guess at what you had mentioned from the very beginning. And I was, I was adamantly against it. I was like, <laughs> I don't think it's a set thing that he has to do. I thought it was more Subaru has this power and he just does what he does with this power for some reason. But, but the why part, like how much is he railroaded into doing certain things? And I think I feel like that's what you're touching on. It's like, was the witch's goal from the beginning to just get close to Amelia? Because that's all Subaru does. That's all what? he does. And when faced with choices to just run away and leave, he's never taken those chances. Right. And now we have the question, was it Subaru's choice or was the witch involved in pushing that choice or making it happen? Right. Like how much free will does he actually have? I'm sure he has a bunch, but why does it always end up there? Why was it so perfect? that he was brought into the world and is basically doing what the witch wants. The witch wants to get close to Amelia. And uh, 
That's all he does. And he never runs away. Yeah. So maybe if the witch can see what he's saying enough to know his intention and try to kill him every time he says this return by death thing, Mm -hmm. is she using him to watch her too? Yeah, I think that's super plausible now. Uh, And I also think if she if he did run away, I guess this would be one thing where the witch would just kill him. He goes way too off the rails. Mm-hmm. but i wonder if if there's a bit of influence or just the witch is really smart and uh picked the right person that would get in, like put him in the right place at the right time to make sure he sees her and then gets infatuated with her yeah who knows yeah yeah i'm sure <laughs> at this we, point th- uh, well this will probably come back later i'm sure it. so anyway they um oh uh the other thing because they were talking about the vessels right and like mm-hmm. well we know subaru is a vessel too so what if yeah the cultists think that it's amelia and that's fair and the whole ordeal is written that way. What if the backup vessels like Subaru? Oh wow! <laughs> I don't I don't know how, and there, I don't think there's much to go on for that. But yeah, I don't know because the, there seems to be a similarity between the witch and and uh, Amelia, right? How how they look, or even maybe some kind of lineage. Yep. Yeah, I think that that's a good. Bet. But I, I like where you're going with that. It might there might be something else there. Yeah, just a backup plan. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, it's time, though, for Subaru to show that he has the gospel. Uh, he doesn't have one, but he holds out the Mitya instead. And for some reason, it's, it's like a weird moment. Like Felix is just there saying hi. Yeah. But it's a surprise attack and, and everyone comes in. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is the most confused uh Petalgeuse has been <laughs> right exactly he's like he doesn't understand what's going on but Subaru jumps on the dragon and starts running away and uh what's funny though is it's like uh I thought of the um invisible jet that Wonder Woman has oh with you know all the memes about? where you just see her sitting and flying right I I, I, I thought it was also hilarious that he's just <laughs> to everybody else he's just sitting there and just zooming through the air without moving it's right but it's these unseen hands that are flying him you know, racing after Subaru. I love that the cat, the the cat people are like, what? What is he just <laughs> sitting up there flying like a ball? It's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, they lead him to the rocks where Subaru like killed himself on that one time. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was good, a big good, moment. A good reuse of assets. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, it's really good at doing this. It circles around on things. There's great symmetry. And I think that's, And we'll probably bring it up again next time. But I think that comes through or that comes from just uh, him having rewritten this over and over a couple of times. We've said that how it was a story, a web novel, and then he rewrote it for light novels. And so, you know, in rethinking and, and always reconstructing and seeing what matters, you can kind of easily place those things together once you know where it's going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the rewriting part is interesting. I think another mm-hmm. one is like if you. Instead but I do of love just, the oh, symmetry of these th- moments. I do, I, I do, and I, I wonder how much comes from rewriting it, how much comes from just really forward planning, and then how oh, much right. comes from just good practice, like best practices. If you're writing something like this, you don't want a new environment every single time just because of the sheer work of it. Oh, right. So part a little bit of it, I think, happens coincidentally because you don't want like a new town each time and you have to flush it out with different background races, different voices, different people. There's just so much work. So I wonder if a little bit of it is reusing it, but this one seems a lot more on purpose. Yeah. Because they even like, I think they bring it up even. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of a weird place to face off, but it's not just him facing off with uh, fetal juice. Julius is there. I like that. He calls him your natural enemy. 
Yeah, and he likes that too. Their their dynamic is cuter now, so it's not so much about like the oh I hate you thing. Well, like, he still says I still hate your guts. <laughs> he does. It's less annoying now though. I, I like that they're like okay, let's we we did the the mean part. Now let's uh let's work together. Yeah, let's see what what comes next. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there is this whole thing going on where he does acknowledge Subaru is Amelia's knight. So I guess that comes back around and Julius uh, uh, attacks. Uh, Petalejuice and starts cutting through the unseen hands and we're trying to at first like Petalejuice can't understand why that's happening but it's because that necked thing that they touched on a couple episodes ago how he's able to share vision yeah that was a cool use of it yeah and but I like how it, it kind of told you that ahead of time you know gave you enough so that when it happened now you're like oh yeah he does have that power yes and I I had mentioned I may have mentioned this but I don't know if it was if it made it in with the some of the things that happen in Jujutsu Kaisen or and that and that's like a good anime example but then some other stories do it much more flagrantly or in a bad oh, way. Oh, where it's like all of a sudden if someone has a new power that you've yeah. never heard of. Oh yeah, and you and I were just talking about a little bit like not Mary Sue exactly but like they just have an answer out of nowhere and I like right. where this one like you said this has been built up it's been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So it's it's well within reason it's not just something new. But it's also a way of showing that they have trust in each other and they're able to put aside their differences and work together, like literally share a collective body at this point. Almost like a mind meld type situation. Yeah, because Julius's eyes are closed, but he's seeing uh, through Subaru's eyes. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. It is a weird thing, and that's where it ends here uh, for this episode. Yeah. And so this is the penultimate right before the last episode of the season. So I don't know. It's a lot of action, but I really enjoy this. And uh, anyway. Yep. I'm going to miss Petal Juice if he loses. <laughs> <laughs> His character is just so good, so over the top. Is it? Well, I don't know. If, if there's anything we've learned from this show or this franchise is that people always seem to come back, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess we'll find out next time. Until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Brian. All right, take care, guys. at all.